I would expect that indeed probably their whole life truly was changed and transformed and they were really such an entirely different person and they really became a source of guidance and spirituality for their whole family and their whole community. So probably people would then add a word in front of them and say they were happy. But somebody who goes for 12 days, that's package. And he comes back and he comes back exactly the same, and not really very much changed. There's no real sense in adding this extra kind of learning. So the point is that there are ways of doing Hajj. Just like we experience there are ways of doing Ramadan. This is all from the Muslim Karam of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There are ways of doing Salat. All of these Faraid, Akam, pillars and foundations of Deen. Really, if you may have a bottomless depth, an infinite depth in which a person can perform them in terms of quality and use it to connect to Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That for some people, they turn to Allah Subhanahu once a week, Salat al-Jum'ah. Some people, they turn to Allah Subhanahu once a year, month of Ramadan. And some people, they turn to Allah Subhanahu based on the bottom of their heart, once in their lifetime, and that is when they perform the Salat al-Hajj of their life. It's something for us to reflect upon. Otherwise, most people, for most people right now, that seems really far away. Because now this day and age, you can get a visa so early. You can't get a hajj visa so early. But we must remember our deen. We are hajj visa. And this is the time that is very to the Sankara. Right after Ramadan season ends, the hajj season starts. So I thought that let me actually take this opportunity. Because Jummah is a time and an occasion where we should try, all of us, all speakers, with whatever background, whatever understanding, we should try to talk about the most powerful deed, most broad concept to be. And I think there's nothing more powerful deed or broad than the Quran, the thing that always comes with mandatory. So let's talk a little bit about Hajj. Now obviously today, there are going to be three kinds of people who are here. One will be the child who will not be going to Hajj this year. Right? Myself and many of you may likely not be able to go for Hajj this year. Second type will be those who are going for their part of the Hajj. Understand that very carefully. Hajj is a part of the Hajj is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, if you don't pray good part salah, a few hours later you'll get another chance to pray better part salah. If you didn't pray better well today, if you live tomorrow you can get another chance to pray better well. If you didn't pass the part of Hajj in Ramadan, well, but if you live another year, you might get another chance to do so. And most people in their book of these will have many salah and many ramadan. But far the highest is a one shot. If you ever go later, it's not far. Far the highest is once in a lifetime opportunity. Allah, So anybody who's going on that journey or has any friend or colleague or neighbor or any acquaintance, this is the first thing you must tell them that this is a one shot opportunity. Imagine if I told you that about Salah, you get to pray Jummah once in your life. Can you imagine the ectimam, the care with which you would prepare for that Jummah, how carefully you would spend time on that Jummah. You said there's only one chance I have to fill this column. But yes, if a person goes to Hajj later, obviously part of Hajj is fulfilled as long as you operate according to the conditions that make it legally found. After that, what is the intention to go? So that's the third type of person who might be here today who is going for Hajj, so they've already done their Hajj, they're going again. The only reason to go again is because you want to get those feelings again. The only reason to go again is because you 
you feel there is some lack or lapse in you since you last went, you cannot keep going every year just out of habit or just out of ritual. Because it's a very dangerous thing. And there are some people who go every year and then they get numb to it. How do we define numb? They're unchanged by it. They don't change every year. So what does that mean? You've made your heart in such a way that you can go to Makkah you can go to Mina, Arafah, Muzdafah, Badina Manara and still not change. And you do that every year? That should scare you. That should scare you. Hmm? But yet if a person feels that, well, you know, when I did Hajj, maybe I didn't do it with the highest quality. Or maybe I have to lie to my friend as well, but a few years have passed and I found myself sliding spiritually. And Ya Allah, I need that same mercy that you sent upon me, Arafah. I need that same kuru, that same nearness I got to the Torah. I need that again, so I'm coming again. That could be a new condition. person could go again. And even for those of us who are staying and going, there are some teachings in Quran today. So let me start with that. Allah Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned three things in the Quran that a person, when they adopt this kind of Iman, they should not do that. Alright? Rafa, Fisk, and Jadal, Mujadala. What are these three things? Rafa means any impure, crude, lewd, immodest, shameless act which betrays your chastity. Any unlawful, lustful, romantic feeling. Anything to do with a rare background, any fantasizing, desiring, wanting, daydreaming. All of that comes in that. Hmm? And these are things that are not permissible anyway, but it bears for us to reflect. Allah specifically says if you want to come on Christ, you have to leave that. You have to leave that. But that's something we're supposed to be all the time. Not specifically for Hajj, Allah Sallallahu extra emphasis. Because Hajj is a journey of love. Hajj is a journey of remembering who your true beloved is. Mahkubi Haqiqi Allah Hajj is to try to restore the feelings of true love in your heart for Allah and because Allah the best He knows that what is it that's keeping us from being Allah's true lover? What is it that's keeping us from accepting Allah only as our truest beloved in some other false, unlawful love that we have in our heart? Allah SWT is denying I'm the person who's making me have to go on Hajj you have to leave all this you have to shed all of this. You have to divest yourself of all of this if you want to be successful on your husband. And that's something for those of us who aren't going, you should also make that leave. You know, I'm not even able to go. At least that other person is going, you will get that incredible barakah and blessing that are there in the journey. We are staying behind, so I'm actually less than them. And I need this even more. That's how a person should think of the non-going. It's an incredible time of reflection. You know, there was a shaykh in India, some of you may have heard his name, his name was Shaykh Rasinat al Madhiri Mullah And at one point in his life, Allah Sallallahu blessed him that for 18 years, he was Ustaz al Hadith, he was Muhajjid, he was the teacher of Hadith inside Masjid al Nabuli in Madhiri Mullah in his time. But the later there was a time in his time, when he returned back to India, right? And he used to miss those places so much. So whenever it was the time of Hajj, the season of Hajj, and especially Ayyam, the particular days of Hajj, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 7, he would just be in a, in a total other zone. And all the time he would be talking to people, 
old people must be making ihram, or people must be making a journey, or people must have landed in Zanda, or people must be going to Makkah Mukarama, or people must be going to Mina, people must be going to Arafa. And that's an important thing for those of us who don't know, we should have that fear. We should cry that wave of emotion. We should tap into what's going on in real time at that time. You know, just imagine, like if you had your parents, father, mother who might be there, or your brother or sister was there, right? So you'd be thinking about it, and again, more clear time, you wouldn't be getting real-time updates on WhatsApp. You would just have to sit with your family at night, and you would talk about it. That, oh, our mom is probably leaving for dinner right now. Our mom is probably making to go out for some artifacts right now. This is how you would talk if a close family member was gone, right? So what did Al-Fanto say in Quran? That indeed the believers are but brethren to one another. All the believers are one big family to one another. So it's our one, two, I don't know how many million will go this year. That's how you should feel. So you should tap into that feeling at that time. You hmm? should be aware of that feeling at that time. And I would mention to you the three things that Allah SWT mentioned in Quran that the person who adopts the state of Quran should not do. So the first was reference. Should not do any impure thought or in, let alone impure deed. Second, this food should not disobey Allah SWT anyway. It's very interesting, you cannot be a slave while being disobedient to Allah SWT. Because Allah SWT chose this word for us, Abd. It's a very special word. It means slave. So who is an Abd? Number one, to be a slave, you have to have a master. That's Allah, 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 Malik. That's a word he chose for himself. Malik, you only need. He's Malik, and we are Abd. How can you reaffirm your identity as the slave of Allah SWT Abd on time if you still disobey? Just leave it. Leave all disobedience. But again, it's the same lesson for me and you as somebody who's not going. It's the same lesson for us. If we want to be the Abd of Allah SWT, we must want to for all and forever, entirely stop disobeying him in every sense. Hmm? Third thing, jadul, mujadula. It means uh, argumentation, disputation, wrangling, harassing, arguing with other human beings. So here Allah SWT is giving us a simple lesson that look, if you want to come to me on hunch, and you want to have this journey, and you want to catch up with me, and you want to be beloved to me, to disentangle your messy relations with patients. You have to sort all that stuff out. You have to detangle yourself from creation if you want to be connected to the Creator. There's also a mercy in this, which is what? If you fix your relationships with Makhluk, Allah Allah will fix his relationship, your relationship with him, either call it. Many of us can have difficulty fixing our relationship with Allah Allah. Some of us can fix your relationship with Makhluk. I will fix your relationship with me. So you're coming on the bus, sort everything out. Hmm? Make me an issue change. Make me that you will become a soft, gentle, peaceful person who can live in harmony. And I'm going to listen to what you talk about this. The Islam is peace, right? But I think there's a hypocrisy in saying that if we are not at peace and harmony with our fellow members of our family, if you don't have peace and harmony inside our own Ummah, how in the world with a straight face can we make this claim to the world that it's not in peace? Hmm? Not even living peaceful lives. Another problem. So many families claim by divorce. And this country, you know, 
Every time I come, I come to say amen. Like this. Oh, what if people are watching me? Huh? What can I do? I can also put these things in our heart because maybe as a traveler, as a foreigner, as a guest, I can say things more frankly than some of your residents on the market. Yes? Huh? Oh. We have a lot of divorce in this country. We have more divorce in this country than we have in the American community. UK is in between. Right? These are these three countries that I know fairly well. Right? But the thing that surprises me here is that the reasons for the divorce here are achieved. In fact, there's no mentality reasons. It's absolute to the point of absurd and nonsensical. It's what we call fitna. Like in the Asian Bumullah, when he said when the time is at the time, if somebody will kill someone and the one who's killing will not know why he killed the person, and the one being killed will not know why they were killed. Hmm? I wouldn't care for that. And I'll be on that. You have another fitna here in this country, and there's divorce taking place, and I try to figure out the one divorcing doesn't know why he divorced, and the one who was divorced doesn't know why she was divorced. Hmm? Law is perfect enough. And see? And there's no hope for the counselor which is nothing to even begin with. It just it begins and ends in the sheer absurd. All the work again. It's a big problem. Big problem. And again from the community of Mashallah, praise Allah, who builds Makadid and Makadid and Darul and those of Umrah and relief work and charity work in Africa and Philippine and so many other great, great, good, good, wonderful, wonderful attributes. And it comes right at the home, each of the homes, your spouse, hmm? and they're making a mistake. Hmm? Oh, you know? She didn't understand. Someone else wants to help to change the people when they're going for Hajj. But you know, when you want to go on Hajj, you're making a name that you want to change your life. You want to repent and forgive you for all past mistakes. You're making an intention that in the future I'm going to mistake, make and make a mistake again. And Allah is also teaching us, yes, from now there should be no further room for mistakes. Hmm? If you come with that intention, Allah will send you back to Arafat as pure as when you were newly born. Baby. Hmm? Hmm? This is near the person to for whether any one of us is going or not, we should tap into this time. This is an incredible time. Ramadan, Shabal, the others of Hijab. Hmm? It's another four months, huh? Intensive course. I will go put all these features in being. But a lot of us here, you know, so many people have even forgotten Ramadan. There's so many people, the effects of Ramadan has already worn off on them. Even the Shabal has even ended. You think at least it would take one month of laziness to undo one month of effort. It should take one month of slack to undo one month. No, no, no. One month of Ramadan. I'm talking about the person who's fasted all day, 10, 12, 14 hours, however long you fasted, and pray for the week every night, one, two hours of extra work, and you did that for 30 days, and maybe the 10 years of Salah was enough to wipe it off. And this is also a lesson to you. It's not because you skimmed in these 10 days. You know, many people think that, no, as long as they don't sin, I can engage in the khafla, I can engage in the khafla, I'll explain to what that is, I can engage in the khafla, they won't cause a problem for me. The khafla means that which is technically, strictly, legally permissible, but has no value, no purpose in, for your akhirah, and has no element of dhikrullah, has no remembrance of Allah, no connection to Allah in this world, that is called khafla. 
purely futile, pointless, vain, idle pursuits, many people these say, in the first week of Shabbat, I think to sin. I just returned to my newspaper. I just returned to my email. I just returned to my cell phone. I just returned to my random hobbies and pastimes. And that's it. Within seven days, I feel my spiritual condition has gone down. So they say, now accept it. That's not the problem. And listen to the other ones of the Quran. Well, that's the Kofin of Hafeen. And don't you ever let yourself be from those people who forget Allah. Hmm? That's all that happened. Alhamdulillah, maybe there was somebody who sinned in his seventh day of the Shabbat, and that is clear the sin is the reason why we found out. But you'll find a lot of people that didn't really commit a sin, but they say, I'm so different now from where I was in Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. It's that lifestyle that Allah Ta'ala gave us. You know what in Ramadan? Allah Ta'ala shows us. Shows us ordinary, non-Muttaki, non-Salih Mu'min, what it would be like a one-month taste and experience, what would life be like if you were an Ab and Abed of Allah Ta'ala? Ab, because for 10, 12 hours you obey Allah Ta'ala, you keep the fast, and fear obedience, fear slavehood, you get to experience what life is like Ab, Abed, if you pray Salawiyya, you make some extra du'a, the time of Surah Qarim, you read more Quran, pretty much everybody at least went up relative to themselves, they did more about it in Ramadan than they did before, so what was they got to do with Ab, and what was they got to do with Ab? Does that show? Not just that it feels like, but it also shows that you can do it. You can do it if you want. Don't think what the is some other category, Salih is some other category, and me, I want to live my ordinary life. Not all of this experience. Not for one day, two days, three days, thirty days and nights. We should have been, we should spend Shabbat drowning in the shipper of Allah Ta'ala. We should spend the month of Shabbat holding on to it, holding steadfast. We should more desperately be coming to the masjid for Fajr Salah and this month and we even did a Ramadan because in Ramadan we did it. You see anything in this world? One is the passion and the care with which you acquire something. And the second is the passion and care with which you retain something. Hmm? And you keep something that you work hard to acquire. That's called other. That means you value it, you appreciate it. So Ramadan was a month of effort and Allah Ta'ala bestowed it and I have fellow Muslim, he gave and he took and so all of the time where we keep it and we don't want to lose it. Hmm? And it's something for us to reflect about. Somebody says, I don't read Quran anymore. Okay? Why? Because I don't know. I don't know. And then it's not answered. Maybe we even ask the question. You can ask the question why. You're just happy, sliding back into the up and lines. So I've been wondering. <coughs> they used to come from my care to Salah, to the Muslim for Salah. Now they get to the lady, but they don't ask why. Hmm? It's a gift from Allah Sahaja. And this is our big problem. We don't want to take care of these gifts. After I told you earlier, Mr. Gawdan has to come back, he's so sad, he's late and changed. He couldn't retain the gift of us. Imagine that person who retained the lure of Ramadan, then they retained the lure of Hajj, and they retained the lure of every single Salah. Even Salah of Jummah, you know this? One Salah of Jummah, one Yawful Jummah has so much lure, so much barakah, so much power in it, that if we were to connect to it properly, truly, deeply, one Jummah is enough to make us with the Musaki Salah. It's the power of being, and that's what the power of Ibadah. We don't tap into it. We don't tap into it. Imagine that person now. 
Every time they pray salah, they get the nur, full with Allah Ta'ala. And then they pray another salah, they get more. They pray another salah, they get more. They pray juma, they get a high. They pray salah, they get a high. And they don't turn back to sin. They just keep going, keep going, keep going. Hmm? And then a person like that, truly, when they get 40, 50, 60 years old, they would be such a spiritually blessed person. Those people were then called akabir. Nabi Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is in a hadith Al-Barakatu ma'akabirukum That Barakah blessing lies in sitting with your elders But what does it mean? It means strictly by age And then those who grow old indeed Those who grow old spend years and years of salah and Ramadan And they retain the nur of those ibadah So by the time 20, 30, 40 years passes They are truly spiritually blessed individuals and then they were the ones who would guide the families, guide the community, resolve the disputes, settle the problems. Now we have very few people like that. We may have individuals who are 50s and 60s in terms of their age, but they're not able to resolve any kind of disputes or settling any problems. What happens? And we and you are going to trust in that same direction. And we are in our 40s, we're no better than the people in their place. Hmm? All the same. All the same. Unaffected because we keep losing the blessings for Ibadah when we fall into Rafa or we return back to sin. How much is it? The chief time to live. The chief time to live. Here, I was informed there was a Nepal today before Jumma. So we were ending the first, I think, five minutes earlier than what you normally end at in this question. Um, but we should make the law. And the last thing I would say is that we should learn this from the Lama and the time of the Lama. A whole season of husband, especially those ten days of the Pichat. And even afterwards, it's the time of the Lama. And especially age 9, 10, 11, 12 of the Pichat, you should feel it. It doesn't even matter whether the moon is lighting here one day before or one day after. That's a separate thing. I won't change your calendar dating system. But when the Pichat are standing there on Arafat, irrespective of what date it might be here, you should feel it. You should be, your heart should be with them. You should feel that they're there. You should feel that two, three, four, Allah, Allah, how many million of my fellow Muslims, Muslims, brethren are begging Allah, Allah for mercy, and you should add your du'as of that. You should make du'as of Allah, Allah, Rahman, Rahman for ourselves, and let Allah, Allah, accept them. You should be rooting them onward with your du'as, and making du'as all the time that Allah, Allah, accept the hands of every one of the rujahs, Every one of their du'as, every near that they make when they go, every good resolve and intention they make when they're there, Allah will take them there with safety and security, keep them there with safety and security, keep their ahl ayal, their family that they leave behind in safety and security, then Allah will bring them back in safety and security. This is our job. We are on that team. We're not going to be able to go on us. We are on the team who will make du'as of the Qajar, who will make different to Allah SWT, who will make ibadah to Allah SWT, as if we were there, that the Ummah can get this feeling of unity with one another in the spirit of us, the feeling of us, and the great thing that can happen inshallah. You may go out and Allah accept this name from us, and for all of you, who will enable us to make du'as to one another in every time of the year, and that Allah will accept the hajj of all of those who will go after that one. Thank <laughs> you.